Welcome into the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Chris Black, along with Adam Abdallah. Weeknights, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, you can listen to our show. Here on the Bear Down Podcast today, we get a chance to talk with former Bears tight end Zach Miller. He'll be playing two shows this weekend here in Chicago. Friday night at the Bears draft party and Saturday at Joe's on Weed Street. That's right. He's a country musician now. So get a chance to talk NFL draft and music with Zach Miller. And we started the conversation talking about how exciting it is to be back for draft weekend and playing two shows here in Chicago. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, super excited about it. I think the Bears thing is going to be uh, pretty cool for me. Just, you know, kind of going back to Soldier Field in, in a different uh, sort of way. So we're excited for it. What do you, how do you prepare for a show? Obviously, preparing for a game is different. You're getting ready to get the crap kicked out of you for an hour. You're putting on the eye black. You're doing all that stuff. How do you? What's the difference between getting ready for a game and getting ready for a show? I think uh, I mean there's oddly some some pretty good similarities. I think it's more of the the mental aspect of things for me, just in in terms of preparation and making sure that everything's in order. Um, a lot of technical things that we're trying to do now as far as playing uh playing some of these shows with ad, added elements so you got to make sure all your all your things are lined up and everything's uh in order so from the mental aspect i approach it like i did football just make sure everything's as sharp as it can be um now from a physical standpoint i, I don't really have any of that it's more of the i guess the the vulnerability and exposure that you get on stage opposed to on the football field, I can cover up on a football field with the helmets and, and shoulder pads and nobody can really see me directly um, on a stage. It's a little bit different. So that, that part of it kind of gets to me sometimes. Yeah. And I, I think that's what really makes it fascinating. You have a uh, video on your uh, YouTube page uh, showing you walking to the stage to perform. And, and as I was watching this video, Zach, I just kept picturing you in a football uniform and how it, it's the same walk, right? But I'm sure the butterflies are a little bit different. I, I'm sure you would get nervous before an NFL game, but this is a different arena. It's a different kind of vibe. Uh, take us inside the mental side of preparing and the idea of, all right, it's go time. I got to hit my marks. And let, let's get on the stage, and I'm going to execute exactly the way I want to. It's so crazy, honestly. Um, the nerves are, are way more heightened uh, with playing music than playing football. Now, I was nervous and anxious to get on the football field, but as soon as I crossed the line, all that went away. Like, I turned into something different. It was just like, I'm, we're going. And so as soon as you cross the line to go, it was go time. Now, with music... I get all those same nerves, but they still stick around for a little bit until you kind of get in the rhythm. And especially because it's so new for me. Like, there's so many things that I'm working on and that I'm kind of, you know, subconsciously wanting to get better at, but I know I got to put in time to to make it better. And so I know I'm going to go through some growing pains and things like that. So it's just a different, it's a different feeling. Um, the, The adrenaline's there. But uh, I think it's just it comes down to like the vulnerability of music of just being up there and telling stories that I've lived through and just wanting to connect with everybody that's listening, whether it's one person or a couple hundred or whatever it may be. Like, I just want people to like it. (laughs) And that's kind of a scary part when it comes to uh, to creating your own music. And you're still out there with the team. I mean, before, you know, you've got the offense out there with you and now you've got, 
your band and, and the technical yeah. people and everything like that. D- did you want to huddle before your first show? Did you want to like everybody get in there and kind of fire everybody up before the first show? In a weird way, yeah. But at, at the same time, it's like I can't say the same things that I used to say. Like I can't. <laughs> we can't get in this huddle, and, and you got to approach it a little differently. So. Um, those are all things that I'm kind of navigating and figuring out uh, how to do them in a proper way because I still want that feeling. I still want um, all of us to feel like we're a team and going out here and doing something together because really, I mean, that's kind of how what I was built on, you know, playing playing ball my entire life. So I love that aspect of playing music is having people uh, around you to, to make it better. As far as the live performance, what to you is the biggest challenge at the moment? I think just letting loose um and knowing that like it's not ever going to be perfect because i I just don't think a perfect performance exists um now there's other people out there that are extremely talented and where i'm at right now it's like i want everything to be as perfect as it as it can be just coming from from my past and being at like an elite level of athletics you want that right away and you want it to carry over into music, but it's just not, uh, it's not to that level yet for me. And so it's something that I'm always striving for, something that I'm always working on, something that I'm always trying to like go capture. But at the same time, I just got to be kind of cool just going out and, and growing and going through some things and then make it better the next time and make it better the next time. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is in accepting who I am as a, as an entertainer now. You've got a few singles out. I'm reading here that you've got about 50 songs written here. Where do you draw your inspiration from? Uh, everywhere. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, like I'm everywhere I'm going, as I go through life, I, I just am kind of paying attention to what I could put in, into song. Uh, so I got notes on my phone where I hear a one-liner or if I see something, it, it's just put it down and, and maybe revisit it later. So a lot of my songs are drawn from, uh, you know, my, my personal life as far as uh, relationships and marriage and all the stuff that I've kind of been through with Kristen and our friends. And I don't really write, I haven't written a ton um, directly about sports and football. There's some underlying things in there, but I just, I haven't approached, uh, I kind of wanted to separate them. Um, but most, most of my inspiration is drawn from my personal experiences so putting together a song how long does that process take for you oh man sometimes (laughs) sometimes you can sit down and write one in an hour maybe two sometimes it might take two weeks a month maybe it's just one of those things that you think you got a good idea and you start writing and you're creating through it and get to a point where like all right i don't know what this is and i'm still learning that i'm learning how to write how to create these things and if i get to a point um, but I don't want to force it. Right. I also don't want to. So I'm trying to learn like where I where I go with that. So sometimes I'll revisit something if I really like the idea. But I think the good ones that um, that I really believe in, they, they happen pretty uh, pretty quickly. You know, a lot of people can transition from career to career. They, you know, they change their mind on what they want to do in, uh, in the middle of their life. When you're when you play a sport at a high level, the sport kind of dictates when you're done. You know, rather than you dictating when you're done. Uh, in, instead of like going into the booth or doing commentary, when did you decide that this is something that you know this is more than just a hobby for me? I'm going to pursue this as something that I'm going to do for the foreseeable future. Uh, it was probably. 
you know, the year after I got hurt, year or two after, I started writing when I was hurt, and I had messed around with writing and doing stuff while I was playing, but that was just a hobby. That was just to, like, get away from the game, free my mind for a little bit. And then when I got hurt, I needed an escape, so I started really writing songs. And then it just kind of went to the next one and the next one and the next one. And then I kind of started letting people listen and it just kind of took off from there. And I was like, I, I really enjoy the, the creativity part of it. And I hadn't really stepped out of my comfort zone to start performing. And then I did, I did one and I was like, all right, that was kind of fun. It was the closest thing that I could get back to that adrenaline of playing, playing ball. And it just kind of, kind of went from there. And I'd always loved music it's kind of those those crossover things between sports and football, so, or between sports and music. So, I think those two worlds kind of collide, and it was just something that was super fulfilling for me. So here we are. You know, it's funny you you kind of or it's interesting that you say the creativity side of it because it, it's really a, a blank slate, right? It, it's a clean slate. But if you say I have to have music, I have to have songs, like you're the only one who can come up with the ideas to execute that right and like we we host a radio show so each and every night we need uh two hours of content each and every night and we're the ones that have to come up with it and it it's a challenging idea to to think that like we're in a spot where we have to do this but then also it's motivating and it's fun to come up and, and to say all right i i don't have anything down but i i need to come up with some new content some new songs something new uh, to kind of motivate me and to kind of push this forward. Is that a challenge that you see when, when you're doing this, that it's like, yeah, like it, it's basically I'm coming up with the music from nothing, from scratch, and, and then boom, you have a finished product in the end. Yeah, and I think the key word that you used for me is challenge, right? Like that's – I was so used to having a challenge my entire life, and when that's gone, you're like, okay, now what? Like I missed the – I missed the grind of something. I missed the challenge of trying to get better at something. And right. that was kind of what, not everything that drew me to that, but it was part, and a big part of it is that it was a new challenge for me. Like I had to learn how to start this all over. Like I, and I approached it the same way I did football. Um, just how I'm training, how I'm doing all these things. I was able to do that at a high level with football. And I learned a ton from a ton of people. And if I could capture all of that and filter it into music now and start from scratch, like I'm going another uphill battle as, as, as long as you could possibly grind for was what drew me to it because it was something as new, as fresh, and it's so challenging, and I wanted to get better, and I still want to get better and better and better every single time that I go do it. We're talking about inspirations. Is there anyone touring or, or someone that you listen to from, from uh, an early age that you draw inspiration from maybe not saying that you want that same style of music, but somebody you say, you know, I respect what that guy's doing or that girl's doing. And I want to kind of mimic what I do off of that. Cause we, we do, you know, like we, we take inspiration from all different places, but I know I'm mm-hmm. heavily influenced from uh, years of watching the Conan O'Brien show when I was a kid, like just having things that are absurd and then making fun of it is something that I draw inspiration <laughs> from. Uh, so, so like, I, I feel like most people do that when you see other people perform on tour and, and different country acts that, that are now superstars or is there anyone that you say, yeah, that, that person has, has it. And I want to someday achieve what they have. Yeah, and there's a couple. And as far as, like, genres of music, I pull a lot from 
the you know the country pop stuff right. uh, being in football for a long time like hip hop hip hop was so prevalent in locker rooms so and i and i grew up in nebraska but i listened to a ton of hip hop from a young age i don't know why i was just drawn to it and it just i love those sounds um and now as far as going around and seeing people tour kind of like i studied country musicians for um just like their layout of how they're doing shows and what they're doing. But I want to be careful as far as like the sound right. that you try to mimic from that. Cause you don't want to be just like, you don't want to be a copycat, but you're all playing the same types of music. As far as a person that's inspirational to me, man, uh, I got a, a great friend of mine. His name's Dermot Kennedy and Dermot and I met when I was playing in Chicago, singer songwriter from Dublin, Ireland. And this dude is absolutely incredible just as a person like we we when we kind of forged our friendship it, I, watching him on stage is like knowing his path where he was at and where he's at now like probably one of the most inspirational people that i could ever watch be around anything when it comes to music and the fact that like i get to sit there and watch him on stage and see how he does it I, I can't like tell you enough how cool it is to see him go from busking in Ireland to doing his thing. And now he's one of the best songwriters in my opinion and his live shows are incredible. So if you want to talk about inspiration for me, hands down, I think he's the one. You're playing the bears draft party on Friday night at soldier field. And then you'll be at Joe's on weed street opening up for David nail. What was your draft weekend? Like uh, when you were selected a few years ago, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> we um, I was a Division two guy, so you never really know how it's gonna how it's gonna play out for you. Um, we we did all the preparations, and and there was chances of uh, of getting drafted, and you just you never know how that's gonna go. I had friends that kind of dropped out of the draft. I had uh, hopes of you know maybe getting an early call, and then we just kind of hung out at the house. I had. My wife and and our probably closest friends and family just come over and we had a little party and then we got the call and then it turned into a big party so <laughs> we had a we about had everybody in my in my small little town over at my mom and dad's house so we took it from a, a nice little gathering at, at my wife and I's house to a to a little small town uh, get together we had we had a ton of fun and it's a memory I'll never forget. Zach, you're you were a reliable uh, outlet for quarterbacks in Bears uniforms, and and that is a key for the tight end position. What have you made of uh, um, Cole Komet's rookie season and his first uh, couple of years here with the Chicago Bears? What are you looking for from Cole Komet going forward? I think he's ready to turn the corner now. You know, I mean, he's got uh, was this year three or four? I believe he's going into year three. Okay, so he's going to year three. Like he's. And his first two years, like going in is that high of a pick, and you gotta you gotta adjust to that to the game. There's a little bit of things that you gotta adjust to, but I've loved everything that I've seen from him. Um, I think you're gonna get a little bit more consistency now because he's probably starting to feel comfortable with who he is. Hopefully, new offense they'll figure that out and, and kind of see where he fits in. But he checks the box on damn near everything you want from a tight end. So I'm excited for him. I think big year for him. I think big numbers for him, and uh, can't really can't really wait to see it. And a part of those big numbers will hopefully Justin Fields be throwing him the ball. And what did you mm-hmm. make of Justin Fields' first year last year? Uh, I mean, 
that's a guy that if we keep him safe and we keep him upright, who's uh, electric. I mean, he, he can turn really any play into uh, into a celebration. So uh, it's one of those things too that you just look for growth. Um, everybody wants something overnight, uh, but I think if we if we kind of surround him with the best talent we possibly can, which I know that with uh, with Ryan and the new guys, I know they're trying to do that. So they'll. Uh, They'll get that sorted out. We surround him with talent, keep him, keep him upright. Uh, there's no telling what he could do because he's a, he's a very dynamic player. You know, for sure, and his legs really add a lot to that. As a tight end, you're downfield, you're running your route, and you know you have, if you have a quarterback back there who can run the way that Justin Fields can, how has that changed your mindset knowing that you have to continue to find space, continue to keep the play alive because your quarterback's elusive and he might need you down the field to prolong that play. Yeah, I mean, you got to love that as a as a tight end or wide receiver or running back. Like you have to love that aspect because a it kind of lets you be creative. You know, play breaks down. Okay, now I'm trying to where can I go to extend this thing? And and Justin is completely capable of turning those broken plays into something that that really could hit a home run. So as a, as a competitor, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. When things break down, you're trying to find those those moments where you can take advantage of it. The Bears don't have a first-round pick tonight. They have two second-round picks on Friday night. Is there something you would like the Bears to address with one of those two picks? Is there a position you think that the Bears should kind of target as they have two picks on Friday night? You know, there's there's a couple guys who get paid a lot of money to make those decisions. <laughs> so I'll leave that up to them. Fair enough, you know, fair enough. I would you always, can peek I, your head into the office yeah, while you're there, though. No, just knock on the door and be like, hey, guys. Start playing some music. You log them to, to an ease uh, and say, all right, here, here's what we should do with the draft board, guys. I'll go say hi, but here's the thing. As as the offensive, uh, playing on the offensive, offensive side of the ball, I, I want playmakers. You know, selflessly, I want playmakers. I think um, that's just now being away from the game and, just that's what I want to see. I want I want playmakers out on the football field, whether it's offense, defense. I don't care. Just go out there and and, and ball out. Uh, so I don't know. Those those guys are they'll find them, and then we'll we'll just sit back and watch them watch them entertain us and go win a Super Bowl. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, uh, we're talking with Bear, former Bears tight end Zach Miller, and he's playing two shows this weekend in Chicago. Zach, how can our fans get to your shows this weekend? Uh, Friday nights at Soldier Field. I think we're playing uh, playing up in the Midway somewhere where they're having that party at. So I don't know if there's tickets to that. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm ill prepared for that. I'm that seeing on be... on their website. I'm seeing general admission tickets for thirty five dollars or thirty two dollars okay. are still available. All right, so that's at Soldier Field. Come on down. Uh, Saturday night, Joe's. They they can go to. Uh, Joe's on weed.com. Um, opening up for David Nail. David puts on a heck of a show. I actually opened up for him a couple weeks ago in Omaha. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a good time out there. You can get him at the door. We're going to put a party on before David gets up there. So get there early. Eight o'clock, uh, is, is when we hit the stage. So we'll have a hell of a time. Um, I would love it if, if we packed the house, man. So get some, get some lovely Chicago people out there and, and come pack it early and, and let's have a party. Zach, have a great weekend. Have two great shows this weekend. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate you guys.